Dark, a podcast about Riverdale that has been in the dark for many months and has finally emerged like a worm from a hole to worm itself into your ear holes with podcasting. I'm Alex. A white worm, which is a worm that's very pale because it's underground, but also a bar where people go in and they hide and they ask the clouds are gathering and the whole new season is starting <laughs> in a house, a cult. What is it? I'm Justin. What the fuck? I'm Pete. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about Riverdale on the CW, which is coming back for its third season Woo-hoo! very, very soon. This is a preview episode. Now, if you go back a couple of weeks ago, we did a big, very long episode uh, wrapping up the deleted scenes from Riverdale season two. But otherwise, we have been off all summer waiting for our favorite totally normal teen show to return where there is no murder and it's just about people who love each other and get into shenanigans. Exactly. And there's one question on everybody's lips. What's up with Chick? The hero <laughs> of Riverdale. Oh my God. And hopefully we're going to be such an asshole for bringing that up. I was in such a good mood. I was in such a good mood. You fucking piece of no, shit. The, there's, there's the show. Fucking asshole. Riverdale really is a member it. of Archie's gang. Uh, or Chick is a member of Archie's gang and it's a fun oh, romp. Yeah. His- this is great, actually. Thank you for bringing this up because we're going to be introducing a new section uh, this season for every episode <laughs> called "Where's Chick." Yeah, where we're going to talk right at the top of the episode about where's Chick, what's going great. on with him. Let's get angry right at the top of the episode, and it's going to be hard because that can not sometimes go on and on for thirty to forty minutes, <laughs> and then Chick, we're done, and, and then, then we're, we're done. done. With the podcast, and that's the whole thing. I no would like to, to say, as a side note, if I may, that uh, I've really been enjoying the. Twitter countdown to Riverdale. Oh. Uh, it's been uh, a lot of fun and some really creative, fun stuff. So to the people who've been like, it has made me more excited for Riverdale. Me yeah, too. We have a uh, we have a regular Twitter account which is at Comic Book Live, and then we have a dedicated Riverdale account at Riverdale Dark, where you can check out you know memes and stuff. And we're launching Chickdale, obviously our <laughs> other completely <laughs> dedicated not. account <laughs> to <laughs> all of the not Chick sightings, that. Chick what's Chick up to. Before we get too deep into it, a little bit of a recap on uh, what you need to know going into season three. The big thing that you need to know is Archie is on trial for his life. He has been framed for murder by Hiram Lodge, his girlfriend, Veronica Lodge's father, uh, and he may be going down, going to jail for it. This is all part of Hiram's plan to keep the main foursome completely separated. That would be the aforementioned Veronica and Archie, but also Betty and Jughead, who are back together. At the end of last season, Jughead became the king of the Southside Serpents. The leader took over from his father, FP, and asked Betty to be his queen. We didn't know exactly what that meant, whether that meant asking... Serpent queen. Well, you thought it was serpent queen. I thought it was asking to marry... 
Yeah, it's a weird way. Even Jughead's like lame, but like to ask like, we'll see. Would you be my queen? Like, chill, dude. That's not how you propose. Super into LARPing and stuff. It's all good. And when it comes to Hiram, like all land developers, he fears a pack of four teenagers. Well, to be fair, they have taken down several serial killers in Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. So they are actually dangerous in a very weird way. Uh, Also, Hermione got elected to be mayor of Riverdale. Uh, Fred is also there and uh, <laughs> you fucking dick <laughs> uh, by the way actually I want to clarify because on the deleted scenes uh, podcast we got a lot of flack for making fun of Fred for actually probably 30 minutes uh I, I want to clarify. We like Fred. Yes, like, I he, like Fred. You guys do not no, like Fred. No, 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 no you do no, not no, like no. Fred. I like Fred a lot. No, you don't. You call him a wet rag every time. I don't Do know you, if I say if wet you, rag. If you need to clean up something on the floor, you need a wet rag. Exactly. It's important. He's not a wet rag. He's like a moist plaid shirt <laughs> that the most <laughs> earnest man in the world is like, please, son, let's just play our guitar for a hot second. See, this is what people said. Hey, stop doing that. What do you do? You go right no, they didn't into say it. Stop doing it. They just complained. <laughs> stop. The thing is, like, I, I think he is a wonderful, sweet, Fuck earnest you, character that doesn't fit with the rest of the show because the rest of the show is all these horrible oh. cutthroat people that are taking everybody down at every turn. Yeah, God forbid they have some just a position. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, he just he was a part of the show in the first season, and he was like very mixed up with uh, Hermione and all that, and now he is not. Well, he- and, the, and the, the problem is, whenever he steps up to the plate, he's like, I'm going to throw my weight around a little bit. Somebody's like, don't do that. And he's like, all right, back to my hole. Yeah. Back to Ernest Island. Where yeah. Fred but you guys, I, let's, he- so we're probably going to get into a couple of other recappy things as we go. But what we want to talk about for the bulk of the podcast is what we expect and what we're hoping for over the course of the season. We hit you guys up on Twitter asking you what you wanted to know about the upcoming season. One of them we got is from at patch uh, P E T five C H. Um, one of my favorite Twitter accounts uh, that follows us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says plot theories, hopes for the season. There you go. That's, going to be the whole podcast. Now, were you being sarcastic when you said that, or were you being honest? What? Did you, do you really uh, like what she does on Twitter? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Sometimes I can't tell with you. No, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Exactly. Uh, no, she's great. Uh, she. So I want to talk about the friend thing a little bit. I want to see him actually step up and do something and be more of a part of the I plot. I think you guys are going to eat a shit sandwich in this next season. <laughs> Jesus. Because Fred is going to dominate with a lot of amazing, I bold choices. In, entirely don't think that's going to happen. But what I yeah. do want to see is more of his heart to heart with Archie. Like Archie has gone so off the rails over the past two seasons. He's gone so far from being like, he was in the I'm mob. Just a, yeah, I'm just sweet ginger dude that's gonna like do whatever he was just making his bones yeah making his bones uh i want to see him like uh, fred instead of being like archie maybe don't murder that guy well gotta get in my truck and leave forever Uh, i want to see him like exert some parental influence this season i agree i mean we're gonna see a lot of archie on trial it feels like in the first half of this season right yeah, I think so. So we're going to see a lot on, based on the promos. We're going to see yeah. a lot of Fred in the courtroom being like, "Holy boy, I'm nervous." Don't, you don't, come on. I'm just saying it's going to take a while for Fred to step up. I think my prediction when it comes to Fred. I think the season's going to start like Terminator 2 styles where you see Archie in his uh in his cell just doing pull-ups, 
getting all uh, jacked and ripped and uh, uh, to fight a robot from the future. Exactly. Which I believe could happen on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think and then Fred's going to break them out because there's we've been talking about the prison system that needs to go into Riverdale for almost two seasons now. We're going to see it. Yeah, we're going to see it in full effect. Archie's going to be the first. Yeah, person <laughs> in the I mean, maybe they will if he gets convicted. Like this show goes crazy. Like I think yeah. Archie could be convicted. There could be a prison storyline, uh, which would be wild. Uh, but uh, well, I think I think in the promo we've seen some teases of that. So whether yeah. it's like him in a holding cell for a while or That's something like I that, thinking, I think yeah. we are going to see some prison stuff to Pete's point. The other thing that we predicted at the end of last season that I really do want to see happen. Uh, last season, Betty's father, Hal turned out to be the serial killer, of the black hood ended yeah, up being sent to jail. I want to see them have to team up. I want to see Archie like a prison riot storyline. I want to see Archie have to team up with his arch enemy, the Black Hood, to save themselves from a prison riot. I think that would be insane in exactly the right way. I can definitely see that happening. I think that's a good idea. I want to well, see more of the hot dads of Riverdale. So let's leave yes. Fred aside. The hot dads are a great oh my uh, squad, especially when chaos is breaking out. Uh, they're great just like so that's, as a... Uh, if you did, for whatever reason, miss the last season, that's Fred, that's uh, Sheriff Keller, former Sheriff Sheriff Keller, Kevin Keller's dad, uh, and FP just get together, walking in a place, and people are like, "Yo, you're too hot. We can't riot anymore." Uh, yeah. I what I want to what I'm worried about is because I love Cheryl so much on this, and that she's becoming to be such a big popular thing. I'm worried that she's going to be in too much and might get overused. Overexposure. Uh, so let's talk about what's going on with Cheryl. She had a big season in season two. Uh, she had a whole coming out storyline where she came out as bisexual. Uh, ended up together with Tony Topaz, who previously very briefly was together with Jughead. Uh, but it certainly seems like Choni is true love here. Choni Chopaz. Choni Chopaz. Uh, even if they had a bunch of scenes cut towards the end of the season, uh, I'm excited to see a lot more of them in the season coming up. Like those scenes, their love can't be deleted. Yeah. Ooh. Unlike those scenes, because those scenes were deleted. <laughs> I will say, as you guys know, I chat with a lot of Choni fans online. Yeah, and you have pretty, your minions. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call them minions. I call them best friends. Okay. Uh, and they, they're they pretty upset about the amount of Choni on the show. Now, I'm curious to hear from you guys. What do you think? Like, I do think there's the core four, right? You have yeah, Archie right. and Jughead and uh, Betty and Veronica. Is there enough room for also Choni in that mix, or is it always going to be the core four? No, I, I think they are. I hope they are going to kind of widen it out a little bit. I think so. I'm there. What I like about we this past season, we saw their relationship sort of begin. I'm looking forward to see like where it goes. They're like... Of the the romances on the show, theirs is the most interesting and the most I believe in yeah. uh, on a on a episode by episode basis. Like uh, Jughead and Betty feels uh, doomed uh, because of what we know about Archie and Betty do, and Veronica. Do, don't don't Just let, let don't, me hear me out. Don't and Archie and Veronica feel like they're going crazy all the time. So I, it's hard to imagine them like staying together Why and it working out. They? They, can they make might it work, but all I'm saying is the relationship Don't that put I your bullshit on that. It's not my bullshit. Uh, the relationship that I believe in the most in the show is Shoney. Hmm. I, I agree with you. I think they're really also, solid, and I think we're going to see them very solid over the course of the season. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Pete. I also think I'm looking forward to seeing FP and uh, uh, Betty's mom. 
Yeah, well, let's talk about that. F that Palace. was uh, from the Amic fam, who is at Phallus Oh My on Twitter. Just wants to know all things Phallus. What do we think is going to happen with Phallus? There was a scene in the promo where we saw them presumably naked on a bed together. We got to see Alice's serpent tattoo right on her leg. But going into the season, she definitely seems to be in a weird place. She, as far as we know, her daughter Polly had teased her about this uh, seeming cult that maybe she would get involved Fun in. Wait, are, nothing is, like it. So a lot of stuff going on with Alice. FP, on the other hand, has quit his job and as I don't know if you get paid to be the leader of the serpents, but he's just kind of hanging no, they around. Have, they have a great retirement package. Wait, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is their acronym F Palace? Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> F Palace. Well, it's uh, FP and Alice. F Palace. It's yeah. very easy. <laughs> yes. This person though wanted to know about Phallus. Yeah, yeah. Is that the same thing? I, yes, I believe so. Oh, okay. I, I say F Palace because that's where they live. They live in the <laughs> yeah, F Palace. They do. Other people say Phallus because uh, sure. they're not ready to face the full sexual force of the F Palace. Oh, you think <laughs> F Palace is more sexual than Phallus? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, that I mean let me say, I'm not that's saying, I agree I'm not saying it's a, uh, it's a, I think it's F Palace, sure. yeah. Uh, I will tell you, to be like a moment of pure honesty, I get a little bummed out when we find out the actual hashtags of these things because I like F Palace and Chody Chopaz a little better. Me I'm just going to mention that. But I think that's where we live in our own realm. Sure, exactly. Uh, I think we're going to see them together. Uh, yeah. They feel like, a, a again, a, a very natural coupling. But I guess that touches on what I'm also, another thing I'm excited to see, the flashback episode that's been teased where we oh, can finally yeah. see. talking about this goddamn flashback episode. Because I feel like we're going to see Stop the. Stop living in the past. No. Stop. <laughs> Wanting to make this show like the comic book. It's not like it's the not, comic this book. This is nothing Stop like Stop pushing your agenda of the comic book onto this amazing show. The it's co- evolved past the comic now. The comic book it, that doesn't flash back to the parents ever. Like the, this, I'm excited to see what the seeds that they plant in this flashback episode that have uh, bloomed. Well, I know who's going to be planting seeds. F Palace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, probably, here's the thing is that whatever has been going on with the parents is probably even more fucked up than what was going on with the kids. And when yeah. you know that a dark secret is going to be revealed during that episode, I don't care. Whatever, you don't care? I don't care about the old school bullshit. What? Yeah, I do. You don't not like Parentale? Parentale is great. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I appreciate that over the course of these seasons, it hasn't just focused on the kids. It's also very much opened it up to focus on the parents yeah. in a big way. And I think they're really enjoyable. Phallus is as good of a ship as uh, Varchi. Yeah. I'm just uh, saying. I agree. In fact, I'm more interested. I feel like the, the main four relationships, the relationship between those two couples, f- don't feel like they're going... They feel so on the edge. Like, I don't feel them like... In love with each other oh, a lot. They're just watch your mouth. Just wait. They're just dealing with shit all the time. They're dealing with outside forces all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't have the chance to like really be happy together. While Shoni Chopaz and F Palace, they have the chance to really yeah. feel something. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what I'm I, about. I would be. I would lose my mind if they broke up Betty and Jughead. I so they already broke up once, right? So yeah. there's every chance that that's going to happen nope. again. That all said, and we talked about this a little bit the last season, one thing I really appreciated and I thought was interesting about the show is that they did mostly keep the couples together. And I think, to your point, there's so much going on 
that they don't have a time. They don't have the time to think about breaking up. I've been because they're so busy. I've been predicting from day one that uh, Betty and Jughead are going to break up so that they can finally get the the uh, the triangle stop with up. the love triangle. But uh, that's I want to see that, and I just feel like no Jughead wants to be in a relationship with his typewriter. I've been pushing Typehead <laughs> for a long time. Oh, that's, I love that ship. <laughs> yeah, love it. Typehead is the real love for Jughead, mm-hmm. and uh, Betty needs to to make. You Watch your mouth, man. Yeah. Did Archie. I tell you guys, but I don't remember whether we talked about this on the podcast. I decided that this season I'm going to ship Tater B. Like, uh, that's my big ship. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. I think that's going to be pretty good. That makes a lot of sense. What do you think the chances of that happening are, Tater B? Um, but could you please lay out what do you mean by Tater <laughs> yeah, B? Uh, Tater B is Pop Tate and uh, Principal Ah, uh, Yes, of course. Um, I think pretty good. Yeah. It's they're they're like a somewhere out there thing kind of happening where they've never met on screen as far as I can tell, but there's chemistry there. Uh, that's a, is that an American that? Tale reference? How uh, can you yeah. say that? Wow, great. <laughs> um, I'm down. Clearly, I everyone on this show will eventually get together and break up. Yes, uh, except for Choni, of course, who's going to stay together forever. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but uh, actually, just to get back to that and not spend too much time on that, but. Uh, I do wonder if, like, the one fault of the show is that there is so much focus on that core four and what's going on with them and the mysteries they're solving that often the other characters kind of just fall to the side for whole episodes. Like, Josie yeah. has been gone uh, yeah, to no, the detriment sad. of the show. We got to get more Josie in there. But where, what's, what's Josie's spot? What 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 role does she fill in the show? Because she's not in the mix in the fucked up situations. Who cares? Like Spend some more time just on Josie and some other characters. But I'm saying, what does you want her to be? Herself. Like, it's. I, I think the problem <laughs> is that like everybody else on the show should be on a regular soap opera, right? So they should have yeah. regular soap opera storylines. But there's no way it could be more interesting than a masked serial killer terrorizing the town. So for Josie to get a storyline like I'm going to pursue my second career, it's like, uh, do we really want to spend time on that? Well, that's why I think the issue is it feels like Josie is in a, like the regular version, the network version of this show, like yeah. the like the CBS version of the show where it's like this dramedy with uh, a bunch of high school kids while the rest of the characters are in some like fucked up fever dream version of that show which is what we love yep Uh, all right let's move on to another question this is from jessica at jashcraft 88 on twitter gargoyle king theories and wish list please and thank you can't wake hashtag riverdale now gargoyle king let's talk about this this is the weird thing that was viewed in the trailer that dropped there is a big true detective style horns and wood sculpture that shows up at a certain point. Also, there's a flash of Jughead over two prone, seemingly mostly naked bodies uh, in front of a similar sculpture yelling, help, somebody help me. Uh, My guess is this has something to do with the cult, right? Definitely. We know it's called, or it seems to be called, the Gargoyle King, at least according to Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa, the showrunner for the show. Uh, What do you think's going on there? Well, that's where your boy Chet's going to come in, because he's a... I think chick, you mean yeah. chick. Yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, no, I think... Such a shitty character, I can't even remember his name. <laughs> Polly joined a cult. I think the assumption is that Polly's been in a cult uh, and that Betty is going to follow her to try to get her out and then get caught up in this cult. And eventually the rest of the crew is going to have to go and rescue her. But it feels to me like Betty is going to have a... Uh, really, the dark Betty is, stu- is going yes, to... We're really going to get into that this season because I feel like the Gargoyle King and the cult is what is going to uh, really bring mm. that out and bring... I think that persona 
may take uh, be we've in charge of, of Betty for quite yeah, some time. I mean, we've seen a lot of flirting with that, uh, and to have her fully delve into it versus spend one episode being a cam girl and then ditching that, I think would be really interesting. I would have dark Betty dates Archie and regular Betty dates Jughead. Fuck you. <laughs> that's, uh, that's I do that, want more That to me is interesting. Betty. I think dark Betty trying to break up Veronica and Archie and pursue her own thing with Archie, which we do know that she says secret, regular Betty has secretly had a thing for Archie, but has never let it come out. That's mm-hmm. a cool storyline. I can see that. And I could see particularly with Jughead being the leader of the serpents who are essentially a force for good in Riverdale, whatever else you think about them. Like they're very much treated like hell's angels uh, going around and kind of policing the town. Uh, I don't think he would be into a totally dark Betty who's going too far. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I think that's interesting. I mean, to uh, that point, uh, Forsyth's crown, uh, Ella on Twitter says bughead, please. So what do you think the, I think we have a sense here, but what do you think the actual chances are that bughead is going to break up over the course of the season? Pete is just shaking his head. Zero percent. I think a hundred percent. Yeah. I think they're going to break up. I'm going to put it at about 50%. Great. Way to take the, the median. <laughs> uh, I think Betty is going to go to this cult and like well, there's power is being consolidated in a couple, couple different areas in, within the, the characters here. The serpents are strong. Uh, Shoni Chopaz, uh, our serpent, they're both serpents. Yep. Uh, Jughead's a serpent. He's asked Betty to be his queen. Uh, I feel like she is going to maybe do that for a little bit uh, while the Archie trial stuff's happening, but then she has to go get Polly back and that's going to move everyone uh, sort of in that direction. What I hope happens is that each time the gang gets themselves into trouble and then Cheryl rocking the red serpent jacket, who we saw a couple times acting like a superhero, shows up at the end of every episode to save their asses. Like maybe she breaks, uh, you know, uh, Archie out of jail. Maybe she goes to the cult and kicks all their asses. I just want to see Cheryl show up and just whoop ass. You want to see Cheryl show up to use her archery to save Archie. Yep. Yeah. If you want to see Cheryl show up, use the hashtag Cheryl show up. <laughs> yeah. With and Two CHs. And you want to save see archer archery save Archie, then please use that hashtag as well. <laughs> yeah. You guys can figure out the art hashtags. They'll just automatically come up. We paid for a bunch of uh, emoji as well. Yeah, we <laughs> put a lot of our budget. Yeah, 100%. I actually want to get back to you. It's surprising to hear you say that because I was going to call you out. Uh, there's never too much Cheryl. Yeah, uh, you can well, always, I, always have I more show. With that, but she could be lurking in the background. You got to be careful what you what you wish for. You know what I mean? I one time I got this monkey paw. And it gave me all the wishes I wanted, and it was awesome. Uh, what character? That's the whole story. I didn't have anything else to that story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is there, is there what? No, it was just really cool. I got three yeah, wishes. It was a super positive monkey pug experience. Very yeah. rare. <laughs> uh, is there, uh, last season, we had uh, Tony Topaz really come on the scene and change and really pop on the show. What character do you think um, is going to really pop this season? Hmm. Cheryl. No, Cheryl's. The, a character that has not popped yet. Like, I feel like... Uh, we okay, just talked Luke about Perry, then. Uh, yeah, that's a decent answer. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody we haven't seen in a while is Dilton. Yeah. Might be interesting to see he him. He seems like he's ripe to be in that cult. Who is that? Yeah. He's the, the dude rapist? you think is a murderer from the... Yeah, he's the survivalist from... We were talking oh, about potentially yeah, seeing yeah, him back. That would be good. Uh, Cub Scout. 
Um, also more of the serpents. I know people are super into particularly sweet pea and fangs. So maybe a little more of them. I think that would be fun. I really want to know more about fangs before we have to care about them so much again. Like <laughs> yes. at the end of the season where it was like fangs died and then the entire town flipped their lid. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is fangs? Yeah. We we're like, which one is he again? Yeah. Um, I was uh, trying to get to, I want to see Kevin Keller. I feel like yes. he has not had a good storyline in the last season. I want to see something with him. That can well, really... let's talk about what's coming up with Kevin yep. because we do know that he is going to be in we a have relationship. To talk about Kevin. We, <laughs> let's talk about Kevin. Uh, we, we know he's going to be in a relationship with Moose. I yeah. hate that. What? I, I oh. think that's the worst. Why? Like, I think absolutely Kevin should be in a relationship, but Moose is a toxic relationship for well, Kevin. Why do you say that? He didn't want to be with him. He was with oh, so uh, they can't, he Midge. can't grow and realize what an asshole he's been. And yeah, then but he was with mind. Midge, and like he's not over the death of his girlfriend, and that's how he's coming to Kevin. Kevin deserves better than that, right? But yeah. you don't know that's the way it's going to happen. It does feel a little uh, fraught uh, from the beginning. Like, Moose is maybe not... He's wavered in the past. Well, that's a lot of high school again. relationships. D- definitely. Uh, but uh, but I, I see what Alex is saying. I, and I agree. I want to see a new storyline for Kevin. I want to see... And that doesn't even have to be relationship-based. I just want to see something new from him. He's been, like, sort of the, the sidekick character for a lot of the show. And I also want him and his father's relationship to be redeemed as well. They're pretty down. Yeah, well, they're pretty good. I don't know. He was pretty disappointed in his dad for a little bit there. Yeah, and, the, then he, the and then sex. he wasn't. Yeah. Now he's yeah. okay with it. Right. I think he's all right. Are there any other characters that we missed? Anybody else we should be talking about? Other plot lines? Anything like that? Um, well, we didn't really talk about, about Veronica. I was going to say Veronica. Yeah. Veronica's family and that whole... Well, she's going to be opening up what? Casino? Nightclub? Nightclub. A uh, nightclub the- underneath uh, the diner, the chocolate shop that um, is <laughs> for... Price school Can't student. wait for that. <laughs> but it has a full bar. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It's under a diner. That place is going to be full of rats. That's a great point. Maybe that's a huge storyline. Just her <laughs> dealing with uh, health inspectors uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and exterminating. Here's exterminate. what I do think would happen is she's going to open that up. That's immediately going to be taken over by the Canadian poutine gang. And there's going to yeah. be like a whole war of the nightclubs type thing going on. Um, it's going to be like Empire, but, you know, for teens. What... What aspects of last season, what storylines from last season do you want to fade away? I'll answer the poutine people. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, those monsters feel so like stock and sort sure. of not. The show is so wild and creative, and those guys feel like out of a comic, out of like a 40s yeah, it's comic. It's also, book. if there's anything that doesn't make sense, and we've talked about this before, it's Hiram's gang, which is like. Hiram and Hermione and Veronica and Archie sometimes, yeah. and he's supposed to be this powerful mobster. Uh, to have an opposing mobster force that is also three people feels ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that said, I do think we are going to see more of the poutine gag this season, which is a bummer. Papa poutine. Yeah. Um, I want to see new stuff. Like uh, That's the thing. Like uh, From season one to season two, it was so crazy because they just kept adding new details and adding on and adding on. I'd like to see more of that. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Well, I think the cult going to really open the door for that. I feel like there's going to be a ton to do there. Yeah. Very Anything exciting. else you guys want to talk about? All right. As we end every episode, we're going to talk about Betty or Veronica. Who won the season? Except it hasn't started yet. So who do you think? End of the season. We're going to predict ahead all these months and episodes ahead. Who is going to win out at the end of season three, Betty or Veronica? I'm going to go with, I mean, I say this a lot, Betty. 
Yeah. I do think this is going to be a big Betty season. I think we're going to get into all of her uh, like issues, and I feel like I do think her and Jughead will break up, and I think we're going to see Thank a you. lot of changes from her. I'm excited to see them. Pete, what about you? Betty all season, every season. <laughs> <laughs> um, Any particular reason, or just you like Betty? I, I like Betty. I like Dark Betty. Can't wait to see what happens. I hope that she stays true uh, with Doug, Jughead, because I like Doug the two of them together. Uh, use the hashtag, by the way, Dughead. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the ship name between Doug, the cartoon character, and Jughead. Yeah, a lot of people don't talk about it. Very similar characters. Uh, they really are. Uh, I'm going <sighs> to... I, I want the. I, I'll just say I want them to be more even. Like if there's one big thing that I want out of this season, I want more equity across the board for the characters. I want to see it expand more as a cast. Home equity loan. Yeah, I want to see more loans. I want to see more business <laughs> spreadsheets. Bring it on. Give it. Yeah, let's see how they're actually going to build this for-profit prison. Yeah. But that said, Betty. Yeah, I'm also. I think uh, I, I agree with you. I think wow. this is going to be a very big season for All Betty. Three Bettys, huh? Well, yeah. I think. I think whatever happens with Buckhead, and I would be surprised if Buckhead is not somehow solid over the course of the season, just because... You think it's going to stay solid? Just because Chris Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt like are together in real life, I think they're going to play into that and in their chemistry That's together. That's how it works. Uh, could be, uh, but I think Varchie is going to be tested the most. Like I think Veronica and Archie are going to have a really rough time this season, but we'll see. Uh, maybe they're all going to break up. Well, and, but to your point from before, I really think Veronica needs a new storyline. This thing where she's sort of like the uh, evil, uh, the young Hiram, and sort of navigating in that that world. Like I, I don't know. It's making us like her less, and it doesn't give her a lot of room to be fun and like be on the right side. All right, fair enough. If you would like to support this podcast and other podcasts, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft in New York. Please come on by. We'll chat with you about Riverdale in person. We'll be putting up new episodes of the podcast after the episodes air on the CW. Not before... But after makes pretty, sense, pretty shocking change for the previous seasons. Uh, so definitely check them out. Also hit us up on the dedicated Twitter at Riverdale Dark with your questions and other things, and we'll read them on the show. Pete, what else you want to plug? Uh, first off, want to shout out the people who asked us questions on Twitter. Thank you very much for taking the time to do who that. I really like. I want to specify. I like them. Yeah, yeah, that was clear. Very yeah. clear. Was it? Well, uh, yeah, it was until you did the, what's it? You can yeah, follow it. There was some oh. anger huh. underneath that. We, uh, huh. see, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's really you're, interesting. You're a tough guy to read. Huh. Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for the podcast and more. And we'll see you after dark. Oh, creepy. Chick is coming for you. Uh.